Welcome back to a cool podcast. Um, I am your host, Tiana E. And we have your other host, Harry Leon. Juan Tamir. <laughs> oh, Leon. I didn't know who was going. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, <laughs> your was goody. <laughs> and today we have special guest, um, Mary Arazil. Mary, hi, you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, my name is Mary. Um, and I'm here to talk to you about something very simple that's been um, that's been very conflicted over over our just our in our society today. Sounds like it's going to be a good show. <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, I just want to say thank you, Mary, for uh, being on the platform because um, I know I would try to reach out and make it happen like a couple of weeks ago, but you know, in in God's timing is when like things work. So I just want to say thank you. For you know, taking the time out to be a, be on the show. Yeah, of course, no problem. Thank you for having me here. Oh yeah, no problem. Um, how did how did everything start with just like the like the the diet, like just the like Doctor Sebi, the health. You know what I'm saying? Just like I just need to know like how everything started and just like how how did everything get like to like where it is today? Wow, well, I need like three days to explain that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it all began when I was sitting in class. I went to Cal State uh, University of Northridge, and I was sitting in class. Um, the class was uh, African health and wellness. But in that class, we learned everything. Like, it was the first time where I sat in a class where it wasn't just one subject. We talked about everything in life. Every Like, the teacher brought up so many different subjects. And her name was Sheba Lo, I'll never forget her. One day she was like, you guys know down the street, there's a guy um, healing like cancer and AIDS and all these things. And I was like, what? And like that to me, that triggered my brain. I was like, what do you mean? Like, you know, no one, what are you talking about curing cancer? So I just pulled up my laptop and we, I just started from there. Like I pulled up, you know, he, he was like, yeah, his name is Dr. Sabi. I was like, oh, okay. And like, this is the time when he was alive, like right before he passed. And wow. it was from there I pulled up, I remember I pulled up my laptop, I started looking up his videos and everything just started kind of from there. But the diet itself, it didn't really come into um, you know fruition until about a year after that. So this is like maybe 20, end of 2016. Okay. Um, uh, my boyfriend's cousin from Maryland, he always comes here and there's no In-N-Out over there. So here, every day we're eating In-N-Out. <laughs> and so when 
um, August 31st, 2017. Yeah, I think it was 17. I don't know the dates mixed up. But um, my boyfriend Drew, he was like, uh, let's just stop eating meat for a little bit. We've been eating so much. And I was like, okay. And that a week went by, a week turned into a month, a month turned into three years, and here I am. And I've never looked back. It hasn't been, you know, you get so many questions of, oh, do you miss this, do you miss that? There's no, you know, up, my whole journey has been an entire learning process. It's been so many new experiences, you know, learning different things, trying to unlearn the other things that, you know, everything regarding to how, you know, what we're eating. Um, and so, yeah, that's pretty much, you know, along the journey, I've learned so much that, and I'm still learning and it's, you know, there's still so much to go. And I think that the process that I've went through, um, it's really not that hard. And it's not something that, you know, only a few amount of people could do. I think everyone can do it. It's just you you have to want to do it. And um, yeah, I mean, I, you guys asked the question because I could just go on and on about this. <laughs> so, right, I, you, uh, I want to ask you a question. Um, how do you feel since you feel like you changed your diet? How does it make you feel? How does it impact your overall your oh day? It's, it's, been, it's been 360, I would say. Um, there's so many details that I could tell you. The biggest thing is being a woman. The first thing I noticed is my periods. They were, I have no headache. They last maybe three days, nothing. Like I used to have back pain, headaches. My joints used to ache. That was the first thing I noticed. And ever since, I don't know, because I never had sugar. Like I wasn't like a you know, sweet eater. Usually people that eat a lot of sweets have those problems, but it also comes with all the other things. I was eating a lot of meat. You know, I'm Armenian. I grew up eating lamb. I grew up eating beef and chicken and pork. I had cow's tongue. Like all these things that have, you know, put a strain on your body. And, and over time, it causes, you know, once, uh, you know, your female reach puberty, those things, you're carrying all that. So your periods usually, like my cousins, they have very bad head so yeah, I don't want to go into detail, but yeah, that's the first thing I noticed. But wow. other things, my mentality, um, it's really crazy because when Dr. Savi said, what you put into your mouth affects everything in your life, mm -hmm. it was it was so it's so real to me because it really does. Like how what you put into your mouth affects how you think and affects your body and you know. You can go through mood swings or you can feel good 24-7. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of change, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Like, uh, it's like every time every time you, like, post something, I try to make sure I catch it. And, like, I just always, I always feel like I'm learning. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though, like, I've done, like, uh, like, you probably are, like, the main reason why I really started to really... Uh, study dr sebi and really like pay attention to it and like you're you're probably like probably like one of the biggest inspirations for me like trying to oh i still i eat seafood so i still i'm not like all the way you know like veggie i guess I'm, what's it, it's called a pescatarian mm -hmm. yeah so i still eat like shrimp and like fish 
but uh like i cut out a lot of those other meats and like and like for me and uh my 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 lit my fiance and my small my son he's you know but um we've just noticed like it's just a difference in like how you feel and uh you know because like i talk to other people and him my cousin is always telling me i got like a freak diet but it's just like you know i just feel better like i lost i probably lost like 10 pounds mm-hmm. i feel better i feel i feel like i got more energy and it's just like i'm just like wow like it's really like what you what you consume what you put in your body is really it's it's everything you know what i'm saying like it's super it's super important like just like uh and then like just juicing up a lot you know what i mean a lot of ginger like i don't like i really i really like a lot of a lot of the stuff that you like post i really like pay attention to like is there like any other people that you feel like that you've like uh like impacted or is there like other people that like come to you for like advice about like just like their health and stuff like that um yeah it's been crazy you know it's funny because um i was never into instagram i never had one i might have had one when i was a little younger but um over the course of my journey like i was saying like i was learning so much and my boyfriend was like you should put this you know you should make an instagram like people can learn and so long story short i was like okay cool i'll make one and i just i only put everything that i've learned and yes a lot of people started to grasp onto that information and and a lot of people do ask me so many questions. I've had so many people come up to me with some crazy diseases. Like you would not believe that. I mean, I'm not going to go into detail, but the issues that people have, like we really are sick. There's, and we need answers quickly because people are suffering. People are dying. And it's something so simple, so easy that could be taken care of with no issues you just have to really want it i mean it's, that's the problem people don't care they don't want to care you know we're so used to things so so yeah go, go ahead i just saw something uh, oh my bad yeah that was that yeah, was me no okay. go ahead yeah but yeah people have asked me a lot of questions and i always approach the situation where i don't know anything i'm only learning and because this is such a sensitive subject that I come off as a student. You know, this is what I've learned. This is maybe something you can, you know, uh, introduce yourself to. But I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to, this is not like a prescription. That's how people, because we've been treated like that all of our lives for so long that we approach people like me or people like you guys that have something going for yourselves. They approach you like, She's got the answer. He's got all the answers, but that's not the case. When it comes to health, there's hundreds of years of information that I have to learn. I can't, and, and it's not just your disease. We have to go so much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I just don't want to go off subject, but yeah, there, there's, it's, it's insane. And I, some of these things, I have no idea that exist. Episode is brought to you by PeerSpace. PeerSpace is a peer-to-peer marketplace for booking space for events, meetings, and productions. Launched in February of 2014, PeerSpace is a privately owned company operating in the San Francisco Bay Area, Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, Austin, Seattle, and Washington, D.C. Um... Mary, I have a I have a couple questions for you, but um, 
for me myself i would say i first learned about dr sabi through my father um before we moved to arizona um we're from new jersey and uh, i remember i was like getting ready for like a pageant and my dad was like trying to lose all of this weight and uh you know just for like health reasons to feel better um and it became a lifestyle for him at that point of his life and uh he would take the cmos tablets he would watch like youtube videos uh, i think he had like a book about like dr savi and i was like this is crazy and i seen like his body transform like so fast he was like at the smallest he ever was and i was like but i saw him like have more energy you know he was real consistent with his diet um and i was like i tried cmos and i'm like yo this is nasty like i don't like it but then like he was like oh you can like put in smoothies and stuff and like he would make smoothies and stuff for us and i was like this is like it tastes good like you didn't even know that it had sea malt in there like it tastes like a regular smoothie and then uh we went to la to visit um my brother's wife and uh my dad went to dr sabi's place and i was like you know like it's crazy it's real like i started researching them like how he cure like left eye for uh aids and everything but um you know when i moved to la I looked into the diet and I was like looking at the list and I'm like, yo, I cannot take all this stuff out of my diet. Like I can't give up, I can't give up <laughs> alcohol, but like honey, I'm like, I need honey in my tea. I can't drink like raw honey. Like I know you said like for you, you didn't really like, you weren't really into sugar. So it wasn't hard for you. Um, but when you started the diet, did your body feel like withdrawals? Like what was your, your body's like initial reaction to cutting things out your diet or did you go into it like slow oh it's been a journey i'm still working on it i love the taste of coffee sometimes i have it sometimes i have it every day i know it's fucking me up i know that's how that's how sick we are i know that what this thing is gonna do to me but i continuously do it to myself and it's like so yeah i mean what was it oh the transition yeah so yeah. it's it's been, it's been a work that's the problem I'm here only for this, just to tell you guys this, that it takes time. You have to take one step at a time. We've been eating these things for 500 years. There's no way that you can cut this thing off in one day. I'm in it, I'm six years into it and I'm still not 100%. And it's not about being 100%, it's about transitioning smoothly so you don't turn back. Because if you don't take those steps, and you're always going to be worried about, oh, let me just have go have a brownie. Because you really didn't want to move forward. You forced yourself. That sounds kind of good right now. <laughs> yeah. And, but as far as withdrawals, no. I've never had any feeling because everything I do is true. I move to what my body wants and what my body needs. I only listen to my body. I don't listen to anything that I've read, how, you know, all this information. It doesn't matter when we already know how powerful our body is so as long as you listen to this everything else will be super smooth and so you know as sugar is, is poisonous i mean that's some that sugar is in everything like if you notice if you go into the store and you check every product from sweets to milk to uh pasta to everything sugar is in everything because it's easy and it lasts, you know, it's like a, it's a poison put into food that makes everything last so long. That's why they put it into everything. So yeah, it's, it'll take time, but you love honey. I would say try agave. Agave is damn near 
you know, as, as good as honey. If you don't like the taste, don't, don't eat it. Continue with eating honey. You know, it's like you continue moving forward to what you like. And that's how you don't fail. That's good then. So you didn't go cold turkey. You just no. eat your way into it. Right. What I want cold turkey is I stopped meats. The meat was immediate. Like I've never had meat. I haven't had it for uh, like four years, five years almost. Yeah. So wow. I, I haven't had yet. The meat was cold turkey, but the dairy took time. Um, the coffee took time. The... Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Cause I, you know, I cookies here and there sometimes, you know. But you know, it's it's not it's not about the cold turkey. Mm -hmm. And you drink a lot of water too. I saw like um on your Instagram, you were like uh, checking the pH of water. And yeah. I'm one of those people like I like high pH water. Um, so like I think uh I forget the name of it, but I drink. I saw one and it has like an orange cap on there. It's like a clear bottle, but it has like orange on there. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I was like, um, like tell us about that. Like, why do you check the pH of water, even if it says like it's a high pH? Okay, so the word, so we know about the alkaline world. You know, um, they've come up with this water being alkaline, and they're naming water as alkaline. Mm -hmm. Well, when you look at the uh, the pH chart, um, a pH goes from zero to fourteen. And the pH is, is uh, I won't go too detailed, but from zero to seven. Is no, dive in. Yeah, dive in. Somebody <laughs> might not, somebody probably yeah, needs yeah. to hear this. I need to hear this. Right. Yeah, go ahead. So, so uh, every food has a certain uh, a number to it. And this number determines it's, uh, if it's natural or if it's not natural. Acid versus alkaline. From zero to seven, it's acid. Seven is neutral, and from seven to 14 is alkaline. Anything from seven to the not, anything that's natural from 7.1 to 9.6, maybe 9.8, is God made, is in nature. But what scientists have done is they've made, uh, uh, in labs, they've made uh, certain products, certain like batteries detergents cleaning products they've made chemically they've made things to be alkaline so when we're talking about alkalinity there's actually fake alkalinity too where there's it's, it's a biochemically made in a lab you can't eat a battery you can't you know so when i say when you hear the word alkaline question what the hell is alkaline because you because people have asked me, oh, so you're saying that, you know, eating alkaline, you know, we can eat batteries? And this is, you know, I love when that person said that, I was like, thank you, because you're thinking, you know? So it's not just about being alkaline, it's about something being natural. And every, anything that's natural goes from 7.1 to 9.6. So yeah, I do drink a lot of water because that came from fasting. When I fasted, I fasted for 42 days, I only had herbs, herbal teas, nothing else. And when I came off of the fast, uh, breaking a fast is very—it's—it's um, it's a very critical and important, you know, um, a factor going into like smoothing your way into eating that uh, the things that you were eating. Um, and when I did that, I noticed that I was super thirsty, and I was like, "How can I be so thirsty? Like this is so weird." 
And then it came to my mind that during the fast, all I had was water, a lot of water, teas, water, teas, water. So when I stopped, when you're transitioning, my body was like, hold on, where's all that water that you were giving? And I was unbelievable. Like, I, I think I drank like three gallons of water one day because I just couldn't, my body was like, what is going on? You're giving me food. So my body was taking the time to break down the food, but I wasn't drinking so much water. So it was just, it was unbelievable. So from there, that was a huge lesson. Like I, nah, I drink a lot of water every day. Yeah. <laughs> now I was gonna say, I think like for me, like just, just doing the research with Dr. Sebi and then like trying just like in the process of like my first year of like trying to transition, it is like extremely difficult to try to eat good, you know, because when you go to the grocery store, you know, the, the fault, the uh, sodium phosphate is just like the, like you said, the sugar, like there's so much bad stuff. And like, even, you know, even it's, it's almost impossible to try to like, you know, to try to like get good stuff. If you're not growing your own like food, and growing your own farms and stuff like that. So it's just like, I can see why people just kind of just don't even like really give it a try, but it, it takes a lot of like discipline. And it just, it's just, you know, it's just really like, you know, it's just about like asking yourself, like, can you really do it? Or is it worth doing it? Um, like, what do you say to that? Cause like you said, there's, there's like thousands of stuff in like sugar. So it's like, how can you, how, how is there really a true way to really get away from it? Learning ingredients, I would say that's the first thing. You you know, that's it's a huge deal to stop, you know, to learn um, things that are good for you and then versus things that are, you know, will like you. There's so much confusion and the confusion shouldn't be there because if you start to learn simple things, like she's, she likes um, honey, right? And I told her agave. So next time she goes into the store, she can say, okay, where's the agave? You know, maybe I should try this. So you start very simple things, you know, like, okay, let's, and you start with things that you like. So if someone here likes pasta, let's say, okay. Pasta, we're used to eating the regular wheat and whatever else is on the shelf. So next time, if you learn the flowers, the out, the natural flowers that there are, there's spelt flour, there's teff flour, there's a bunch of others. But I would go in and search and let me find something that is a natural flower. So then you can find, you know, a natural pasta like kamut pasta. Kamut is just the, the pasta is just as good as the regular, you know, uh, pastas on the shelf. So it's, it's, it's really learning about, you know, that this is why I say one step at a time, because you can't, you'll be, it's, you, you'll, you'll go crazy. Like there's no way. Yeah. You'll be. Like it's, it's, it's insane. Like there's no way that, you know, I can't like, that's why there are people, you know, in this whole health world that say, Oh, if you don't do with this hundred percent that you're, you know, you, you're not true. You're not really fun. No, it takes years to, to each step takes, might take years. Like if she really wants to, you know, switch that one thing from honey to agave, that might take her a year, but it's okay because that's her process. Like no one is perfect. You have to take your time. So yeah, just learning ingredients is extremely important. What's good and what's bad. What's acid and what's alkaline. Wow. Now I will say this, Mary. Uh, throughout the years, what I have learned is that uh, 
the difference between uh, non-GMO and, you know, the things that they genetically modify inside the grocery stores. Mm-hmm. It's, like, uh, it's like night and day, like you said. So it's like a lot of this stuff that people are consuming, you know, it, it's man-made. So it's also going to have that man-made effect, you know, the properties that are not God-like. So a lot of people are intaking things that just are, you know, scientifically made. And as a result, they're getting all of the byproduct of consuming all of that stuff that's man-made opposed to consuming something that naturally their body would be able to, you know, digest and naturally, you know, play its, its course. Uh, can you break down the, you know, non-GMO um, foods? Yeah, that's, um, that's it's, not, it's not hard. There's GMO, there's non-GMO. GMOs are, you know, the, the, the reason why they're labeled GMOs is because when farmers grow them, they spray pesticides on them to, um, to deter away from the flies and all the bugs and, um, you know, the, the insects that come about. Um, they kill those off with these pesticides. And now you're left with foods that are, you know, that are contaminated, that might be, you know, so that's, that's, that's it. But to be honest, it doesn't fucking matter. It really doesn't. It doesn't matter because if something's GMO and something's not GMO, a carrot could be non-GMO, but a carrot is not a natural vegetable. A carrot was made. So they took the Queensland's lace gene and they took the wild yam and they combined it and came up with the carrot. The carrot doesn't grow in the wild. These other two queen anglates in the wild yam grows in the wild. So yeah, over over the course of time, I would research Gregor Mandel. Um he came up with he made the soybean in the in the lab and everything just started from there. So I would look him up and see what he did with the soybean. Yeah. I think that was one thing that I uh, that I found out when I was like um, just doing my research is like there's a lot of fruits and or vegetables that are like hybrids because mm-hmm. I have like the list of like Dr. Sebi's like actual like diet and it was just like wow like there's a lot of stuff a lot of vegetables that are not on the list and it just was like wow you know what I mean like you really have to do a lot of research and really study to really like know like what's good and, and you know what's not i mean you know it's the list is already out so but you know it's it's okay to not follow the uh, the list 100 like i said one step at a time that list is very intimidating the same same way i was when i first saw the list i was like what on i how am i what what is even on this list there's nothing on here so yeah, it, it takes time, and yeah, there are a lot of things that are not on the list, but also are um, natural. So, the episode is brought to you by Anchor, podcasting made easy. Easily create your own podcast, then distribute to all major listening apps, all for free. Create and distribute your podcast for free with Anchor, a Spotify company. Record from anywhere. Monetize your podcast. Unlimited free hosting, one-click distribution. I have a, another question for you, Mary, because I know um, you talk about like um, like natural herbs. Um, can you talk about like some of your like favorite herbs and like what do you recommend for people, um, just oh, in wow. general for overall health? So um, 
I would say blue vervain. It's very high in iron, iron flooring, natural iron. Um, I mean, it's it's done wonders. During my fast, I took blue vervain, and it was very helpful. It's it's pretty much food for your blood, and everyone needs that. So I would definitely say blue vervain, um, red clover, especially if you're a woman. It's huge for the reproductive system. It cleanses your. Um, I mean, it's it's red clover is. If I were to have one herb that I could just take with me as the only herb, it would be red clover because it has so much iron in it. There's a lot of oxygen. You can feel it once your body's clean. You can feel uh, as soon as I drink the tea, I feel the effects. It's calming, but it's not like you know it's gonna put you to sleep. Um, so yeah, red clover. There's there's several. Uh, there's a lot of actually herbs that I don't like the taste of, but over time, you know, you you get over that. There's dandelion root, burdock root. Um, those are iron. I, I always recommend iron herbs because um, that's the most important in my eyes. Once you introduce iron into your body, and you know, you want to get the, the cleansing um, going as fast as you can, especially if you eat a diet where it's you know, mostly meats and dairy and cheese. Um, you want to start that, that uh, you want to have at least something going in your body that's, um, you know, conducive for your, for, uh, for, you know, just to be nourished. Just even a bit. So yeah, those those are the three. There's several other thousands. Can you, um can you break down like the different types of sea moss? Because I know there's the capsules, there's like the gel, and then there's like the actual sea moss. Can you like break, break, or I, if there's any more, you can let me know, but can you like break it down, like the difference so, between? Okay, so sea moss comes in, grows off of a rock, and it's a vegetable. Is it is it too dark? I'm going to turn the light on real quick. Sorry, I just noticed that one second. Sorry. Um, so yeah, sea moss, sea moss comes off um, as its raw form. And then um, you can make a gel out of the raw form. You soak it into water for 24 hours. And then after the 24 hours, you just put it into your blender. And then, you know, you can add key lime. You add some water. And, um, you know, you let you, you make a gel out of that. Um, I have a video, a friend that recently made um, and it's perfect. It shows you easily how to make it. The other form is capsulated. So um, you get the sea moss and you have to have a very, like I have a, a high grade um, grinder. Um, you can't, you, I, I've not, I tried with every other grinder I couldn't. So I got a high grade one that, you know, put you put it through and it makes a powder out of it. Um, and then the gel, yeah, I mean, that's, and you can make a tea too. I've never tried that, but um, you can you can put it into the tea or boiled water, and then put some into the tea, and you know you can just make like regular tea. Uh, but they do have different. Um, I've learned that over the course, if you want a long, a longer healing, um, you know you're trying to heal for an extended period of time. I would take the capsules. The capsules are faster, um, and they they are for any herb that's capsulated it's more for uh elongated um healing um teas are instant teas you immediately feel it goes immediately into your system um and you feel it immediately but yeah that's those are the differences 
Is that something that do you yourself like consume sea moss every day or oh, yeah. just at certain periods? Yeah, yeah, absolutely every day as, as much as I can. If I don't, sometimes I go, you know, a week without it. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, there are times that I don't have any herbs. You know, there are times that, you know, I don't I don't feel like making a tea. I don't feel like, you know, and, and you know, that's that's part of the process. You know, I'm not there yet. You know, people look at me like I'm some kind of, you know, uh, uh, freaking angel walking around here like I'm perfect. No, I'm going through the same things that you are just because, you know, there's two, th you know, two different, different things that I'm doing than you. Doesn't mean that I'm better off or I'm, you know, that I know all the answers because I really don't. This is just my experience. Right. Mm. I was going to say, what was that, that, uh, the fruit that, um, I think that I asked you about, and it's, I know it's like super powerful. I forgot the name. Sour I tried... Yes. Yes. The sour oh, stuff. Yes, yes, yes. How, how is it? Like, how was oh, your experience with that? It's really delicious. Have you guys ever had it? No. It's del Oh my God. One, the first time I had sour stuff, I couldn't believe it was it's delicious like it's very sweet it's, there's a thousand billion seeds in one of them like in one guanabana there's like a thousand seeds but it's worth it it's really delicious and it makes you feel good yeah, it's not Do you, you know, eat the seeds no no the seeds i would not have plenty i've read that you know it, could, it, could, it does not digest so do not eat the seeds <laughs> yeah it's not like watermelon where you know if the seeds you eat it's fine but no you don't want to eat sour seeds. Yeah, that's. I don't, I, don't, I would try it, but I'll have to like watch a video first because I'm I'm not good at trying fruits that I don't know how to eat because I've been ate a seed on accident or something like that. Yeah, it's like you just cut you just cut it cut into it and you already see the seeds and you just eat it with your hands. Okay, yeah, What are what are some of the benefits of the the of the sour sap? Oh, it's it it has a lot of minerals in it. Um, I know it has iron in it. It has the phosphates in it for your bones. Um, it's known to be, um, I'm not sure where this started or where it comes from, but it's known to be an anti-cancer fruit. Um, apparently, I don't know, it might have cured someone's cancer. I don't know. Maybe someone fasted on that, and, but I don't know the, the details of that, but it's known to be a, an anti-cancer fruit. Okay, yeah, and I think the, the alkaline, the I think you sent me you sent me their information, right, to, to purchase it? Cause I, oh, I, yeah. was looking, I was looking, I think I was looking for the sour sap for probably like five months and I was just like, I, I couldn't find oh, it, but yeah, you the, I'm glad you, you sent me, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad I seen you post it. So I wanted to see like who had it. So I'm, I want to say thank you for sending me that. I, I got I want to try it. Oh yeah. Definitely get it from either, um, what's it? Fruits and roots. Um, or or Miami fruit. I would get it from Miami because it's a tropical fruit and okay. the soil is different there than here because people grow it out. You know, I'm mean, here in California, so people do grow it, but it's not the same as getting it from somewhere it actually truly grows. So yeah, there's fruits and roots in Miami. Um, I think it's Miami fruit. They both have um, a lot of tropical fruits, not just sour sauce. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Look at that. Now on this segment of the show, uh, we're going to talk sports talk. Uh, if you guys, uh, Russell Westbrook, 
uh, Jared on team, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, to join forces with LeBron. So uh, it's going to be real exciting to see uh, how that works out in uh, the City of Angels uh, with uh, number zero. They also got uh, Carmelo Anthony, who uh, is one of the um, oldest superstars in the league. Um, it's going to be real interesting to see what the Lakers do. Um, free agency got real nice in the NBA, so we're going to see uh, what happens as far as the NBA. Um, uh, Wani, what do you think about uh, Russell, Russell Westbrook going to the Lakers? I'm happy for him. You know what I'm saying? It's weird because it's like it's like he's playing with LeBron and Kyrie's playing with Kevin Durant. So it's like right. the whole thing is just weird. But I don't know. Like, you know, I mean – LeBron has won a lot already. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I like I don't know. Durant is just my guy right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I would rather, I would, I would, I would be happier to see him get one in Brooklyn with the squad that they got. So I mean, I don't know, but I would be happy if uh, if Melo could get a ring with the Lakers. That would I would be happy about that. But uh, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just it's just I don't really like every like all the players like really joining up. But you know. It's a different NBA. It is definitely a different NBA. Um, a lot of people could say a lot of those players that they did get are older. So maybe it might not be as much as an advantage as some of the older uh, big threes linking up together in the past. You know, all these guys are um, other than um, AD, um, Anthony Davis, uh, LeBron, and a lot of the uh, free agents that uh, Lakers end up getting are above the age of 32. So, yeah, you could say that. Great. But yeah, they're really in there. They're still, they're still going to be Hall of Famers. Yeah, they're still LeBron gonna be has everything. God, I can't you really believe say that, it. But at the same time, it's like you got to let it play out. I think that uh, they the cap uh, was available. They had the free agent availability. You can't get mad at LeBron for you know having some of the some of the guys come play on the team, man. It, it worked out if it worked it's out it's crazy though like i've never seen i've never seen like uh a player like have so many great players it's crazy look you know? i did the freaking he has nine hall of famers in yeah. his team nine if he doesn't win he's he's out of my top five already. <laughs> so i don't know this you don't they dare to compare lebron to michael jordan because he has to have at least five to even be in an argument. But, you know, a lot of people say Mike is untouched, considering the fact that Mike never lost in the finals. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mike just has had this flawless career. I mean, he did have his troubles with the bad boy Pistons and some right. of the teams in the late 80s, the Showtime Lakers. But... You know, for the most part, what people remember Michael Jordan is being flawless in the NBA Finals. So that's something right. that LeBron, even if he kept playing and he won two, three championships, he probably wouldn't be able to be measured up with Jordan. He based on He's but, still uh, great, though. You know what I'm saying? Still can't like – I. Don't, that's why I don't really like how they – I don't really even really like the comparisons, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like yeah. you always got to kind of downgrade somebody to make – you know what I'm saying? Like, LeBron is still great. Like, ain't nobody saying that. He's still great. Still one of the all-time greats. But it's like, you know, I feel like just Jordan is just different. Mm -hmm. Kobe is different. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I don't know. And, you know, Iverson, 
Iverson, you know what I'm saying, is different, but he's 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 definitely one of the greats. There ain't, there ain't no debate in that. Right. Yeah, yeah you can't really measure. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, Mary. Well, go on, go on, sorry. I'm excited <laughs> too about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the biggest difference between LeBron, LeBron, I mean uh, Kobe and Michael Jordan versus LeBron is Kobe and MJ actually made the players around them better. There was no, uh, there's a story about how Michael Jordan went into the office one day and, and, you know, he was trying to interfere with trying to get players and the office just kicked him out. Like, that's how it was back then. No one could go into the office and interfere with it. LeBron goes, he runs the whole thing. He says, oh, get me this guy, this guy, and there it is. There tomorrow, there, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole different game now. So, yeah. Which yeah, is good. Which is good. You, it's... it's you seeing the game evolve and the players have more power. So like, and he's, he's, he's been great because you know, like the players have more power. So I, it is good. It's just, it's just different. You know what I'm saying? It's everything is so, so different. It's just weird. It's weird. Go ahead, cuz. Yeah, we can have a little sports talk. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. ready for that too. <laughs> but, but some more of a note, I want to uh, make sure I add in the Olympics. Uh, we had the Olympics being held. Um, you all know that it was supposed to be held last year, but since COVID, you know, got extended to this year. And the uh, U.S. Uh, came off on top with 39 total gold medals. I think we had uh, over 100 uh, some odd um, medals in total. So we um, not only won the total amount of medals, but we also won the total amount of gold. Um, that's something that we should uh, definitely be able to celebrate as far as uh, America and, you know, just rooting for our our, um, our local, our uh, national athletes to perform on a worldwide stage. Um, mm -hmm. It's cool really to watch the Olympics if uh, you guys are into that stuff because uh, the competition was definitely pretty steep. And uh, it was cool to see America come on top with the uh, the most gold. Right, and I think Durant uh, is like number one in like points for like the 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 USA Olympics. So that's that's pretty dope too, man. He's just a beast, man. Yeah, Durant is different. He's different. Mm -hmm. Another Hall of Fame. Everyone's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> right. Um, this week's uh, quote, uh, episode quote is, uh, I have two, and they're both by uh, Dr. Sebi. Um, healing has to be consistent with life itself. If it isn't, then it's not healing. The components have to be from life. Real, real soul food is food that enhances the soul. Our central sun, our melanin, our carbon, fruits, vegetables, grains, this is the real soul food. So... That was something I found by uh, by Doctor Sebi. Like that. That's dope. But um, Mary, I just wanted to say thank you so much for uh, taking the time out. Um, you you out you still you still in LA, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. All right. When when I come back out there, I'm I'm we're trying to make our way out. We're trying to make our way out there soon. Trying to see what this what this new COVID craziness stuff is going on, but. <laughs> I'm gonna try to make my way out there soon, uh, and then we could definitely connect. But well, yeah, um, thank you so much. Yeah. Oh yeah, thank you for you know being on the platform, and you know. Yeah, thank I would, you. You know what I mean? We we'd love for you to be on there sometime soon again. Right. I'm gonna try some of those roots. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys can hit me up. I'll send you seamless all. Y'all on me. 
Right. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. This is, you know, this is a subject that really needs to be talked about. And, you know, I don't like doing these kind of things, but I have to because there's something, you know, this conversation needs to be more current, you know, it's it's so important to talk about these things because people are dying and it could be fixed so easily, you know. So it's yeah, but yeah, thank you guys so much for having. Me. I was excited to um to be on here and good luck with this whole this whole podcast. I hope you guys you know best of luck and this is really important. I think you guys yeah you continue doing this because this is the future. This is the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We um we're gonna link uh Mary's Instagram below if you guys wanna follow her, check out her page. Um for all the good alkaline diet, uh <laughs> hit her up for sea moss. Um and yeah, that wraps up this segment. Uh, as well. Y'all. Y'all help, as well. <laughs> help as well. Peace. All right, peace. Thank you guys.